Thank you for tuning in to the James Ace Radio Show. This show is strictly intended for entertainment purposes only. Because we will be discussing health and different ways of promoting a healthy lifestyle, it is not intended to treat, cure, nor diagnose any illness. Always check with your physician before taking advice from the show or any guest on the show today. Also, this show is brought to you by the book, Breaking Silence, Living with Sickle Cell Anemia, available now on Amazon. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the James Ace Radio Show. I'm your host, James Ace, coming live and direct. My guest on today's show is Kyle. Kyle is a proud, homegrown Philadelphia native and the co-founder and CEO of the nonprofit Crescent Foundation SCD. He is also a college graduate with a master's degree and a sickle cell advocate. As an emerging leader in the nonprofit sector, he has worked with both patients and provided stakeholders to create purposeful, strategic care for those living with sickle cell. He lives in Pennsylvania and he has sickle cell but does not let it stop him from enjoying his life to the fullest and using his gifts and innate abilities to bring people together and raise awareness for sickle cell. Kyle, welcome to the show. Welcome to the James Ace Radio Show. I'm James Ace and my guest on tonight's show is Kyle. So how you doing, Kyle? Doing well, how are you? Good, good. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Kyle, I reached out to you because I had a chance to see some of the work you were doing in the Sickle Cell Arena. So I wanted to bring you on so I could learn more about that and learn about what it is, you know, you do and more about you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited. Um, you know, it's nothing. Uh, there are a few things I love more than, than talking about sickle cell disease and, and the community and, you know, just how it impacts our lives. So thank you for having me. Okay. So um, first off, I want to get into the, your organization. You are a founder and CEO, co-founder and CEO of an organization called Crescent Foundation. Uh, yeah, so Crescent Foundation is it's a nonprofit organization here uh, in Philadelphia, PA, um, that advocates and supports evidence-based care for patients, families, and communities that are affected by sickle cell disease. And, and the way we do this is through collaborative action and, and innovative initiatives. You know, it's um, okay. something that uh, myself and my two co-founders, um, Tahira Arthur Muhammad and Ediomi Utaklari, uh, you know, we just envision like a world where we're all patients who are living well with sickle cell disease, um, you know, are able to collaborate and really uh, establish effective SED treatments and facilities. You know, um, the foundation yeah. was kind of born out of a, a necessity. You know, we all kind of okay. just got tired of, of seeing our our loved ones and our friends, you know, and, and people we grew up with um, just, just leave uh, this earth too, too soon. So, uh, you know, we, we decided to collaborate um, and, you know, it's really exciting. You know, we've been able to have some success, some systemic su- success when I say that in terms of, of healthcare. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting right now. It's exciting. Okay. And so that, how did you get into that? Was that something you always wanted to do? I know you mentioned that you've seen your loved ones and seeing the effects of sickle cell not getting awareness. Was that the driving force? So that was definitely the driving force. Um, to answer like the the top question, uh, it's not something that 
I could say that I always really envisioned myself doing. So I'll start from, I guess, the beginning. I was diagnosed with sickle cell disease, SS, at, at two weeks old. And, you know, okay. um, as, as my mom likes to say, I, I hit the ground running. <laughs> you know, I had a yeah. lot of different medical complications, um, you know, including pain crises and, you know, multiple acute chests and, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of hospitalizations to the, to the point, you know, it's never a good thing when uh, security at the hospital just knows your name and, you know, is just like waving you on into the ED, you know, so yeah. um, I, I experienced a, a lot of, of different uh, complications and um, I, as I got older, you know, I, you know, just learned to, to try to take care of myself a little better um i think when i went to temple for undergrad um it's really when i started just having the the urge and want to to not miss anything you know like they call it fomo these days fear of missing out um and the only way i could really you know not miss anything was if i took care of myself better you know so i had to learn my body and be like you know what uh hey if i'm gonna go out and hang out with friends on on saturday uh then i probably shouldn't go out to whatever event that's happening on friday you know and and okay let me ensure that i'm drinking as many fluids um as possible so i'm staying hydrated if i feel anything any type of pain um, you know, uh, just really listening to, to my body and saying like, oh, like maybe this causes for you to just take an hour break and, you know, try to take a nap or get the heating pad or am I going to need medication for that? So, so I really learned, um, how to, how to take care of myself, um, throughout undergrad. And, um, it was really, it was also as I was getting better, um, you know, physically and, and with my disease, uh, that was a time period for me to, to just take a step back away from my disease too. Um, at least that's how I felt, you know, I I really needed to learn who I was outside of sickle cell, you know, who was Kyle, um, you know, like as opposed to like Kyle with sickle cell disease and, um, I didn't really fully understand that um, until maybe 24, 23 or 24, that, you know, okay. so much of who I am is because of my disease. You know, I, I've yeah. been able to have just incredible experiences, make incredible connections with people uh, and, and truly just help shape my, my view of the world on, on um, you know, humanity and, and bring in those things that, like uh, compassion and empathy and all of these these wonderful characteristics that I'm not sure I would have necessarily had if it wasn't for sickle cell disease. Once I, I was able to realize that, I started doing more advocacy. I didn't want the next generation um, or, you know, generations after that to, to have to experience, um, you know, some of the things that I experienced and, and my peers experienced. But we started crescent out of necessity because we were tired of, of seeing our, our friends die, um, you know, because we were fed up with the status quo of the healthcare system. Um, you know, the list goes on. It's been so incredible to to be able to do work alongside others who, who I admire, you know, get to meet people who uh, are just doing incredible things within the space and like really learn from them. I think I answered your question. Yeah, <laughs> like, you did. You're, you're, okay. <laughs> and and I could definitely <laughs> relate to what you were saying about if you take away your illness, you kind of, piece of you would get lost in it because it's something you were born with. And then also, 
about picking and choosing the time, like what you do. A lot of people don't understand that, but yeah, pick and choose your battles as far as, you know, I can do this or I might sit this this event out just because, you know, I want to take care of my body. So I completely relate to all of that you said. For sure. And I think that, um, you know, I, I'm, I rarely feel uh, disabled. Um, I, I've never felt as though I wasn't able to accomplish anything that those without sickle cells, you know, could, could accomplish. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's always been my mindset. But I, I think it was really important for me to have a period in my life where I just figured it out and try to like, you know, not run away from my disease, but like in a yeah. sense, kind of like running away and just like just figuring out who I am outside of it. Yeah. Okay. And what kind of effort goes into, um, you know, running an organization like that and putting it on? What kind of dedication do you have to have? Man, um, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have to have a a lot. And uh, it really, it takes a village, you know. That's why there are three of us as as serving as co-founders, because it's a very, very heavy lift. Um, You know, we've just got our 501c3 status uh, this past September, but we've been working on Crescent for... Um, about like three years now, about like three to four years. So I started out as, you know, it, it was kind of like, hey, like anything, it's just like an idea. Like, okay, like at first it was just like, I want to like just help those with sickle cell disease. And yeah. then it's just like, okay, like I want to, I want to advocate for those with sickle cell disease. It's like, oh, wait, I don't want to just advocate for those with sickle cell disease. I want to, you know, be able to support them too, whether it be, uh, through different programs or financially. Um, so it, it took like all of these different forms and, and variations. And there's just so much to, to think about, you know, like I said, we are a nonprofit. So we're thinking about fundraising, you know, we're thinking about how to, how to really inspire, um, people in, in terms of the joy of giving, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, as, uh, when I, I think of it, um, specifically within, uh, a, a black community context because, uh, even though this is a, a universal disease, it affects a lot of different ethnicities. Um, yes. but predominantly here in, in America, in the U.S., this is a black disease. Uh, it's a Hispanic issue, right? Excuse me, Latinx right. issue, right? So I, I'm just thinking about, you know, when we think of, of philanthropy and, and the joy of giving, you know, um, how to, how to best get our message, uh, to, to our people and, and to inspire them and to move them to want to, donate to Crescent Foundation and to those living with suicide disease. And I think the one of the best ways that we've been able to, to do this is through our story. Stories yeah. are so powerful, you know, and I say, when I say our, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about yourself included, you know. I'm sure I could do a whole interview, you know, you're interviewing me right now, but I'm sure that like, <laughs> uh, we could do an interview, you know, if it was reversed, you, your story would capture um, as many people just as much as, you know, like our story has been able to capture people. And, you know, because uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people really understand just how devastating of a disease sickle cell is, you know? Um, right. And, and not that it's just devastating, but like people are not only surviving through this devastation, People are thriving through this devastation. They are, you know, and 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 that's what what like really kind of like <laughs> it, it, that makes me excited. It gets me like very um, just excited to be able to to get that message out. Um, right. So yeah. So like figuring out those type of things, really being innovative in terms of our programming. Um, I'm 31 right now. It's okay. 2020. I'm, I'm 31. I, I believe in 
all sickle cell patients should say how old they are because I remember, um, you know, reading uh, uh, some type of literature on sickle cell when I was 12. And uh, it said, like, life expectancy was 22, you know. So right then and there when I'm 12, I, like, have a time, like, a time clock in my head. You know, I just, like, count it out, you know. Like, okay, so I only have 10 more years left on this earth. Um, And it's just, it just, we are fortunate in that, you know, modern medicine has changed we've been able to learn more about our disease um as as the years have gone by uh and just how we we take care of our bodies right so um i I highly encourage everyone i know it's not polite to ask a woman what her age is i i I encourage women with sickle cell disease of how how old they are because it's important for us for us to like be inspired i'm inspired by those who are 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 younger than me inspired by Uh those who are older than me you know it's it's always motivating so um what i i was saying that because I think that in terms of innovation for our programs uh, is super, super important. Um, so really just being intentional in terms of what type of services we're bringing to, to the community. Okay. okay. And how is the community uh, support been with that? What kind of support have you been getting with the work you've been doing with your organization? Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, I'm super fortunate in, in terms of just the community that I've been able to build here uh, in Philadelphia um, in terms of, of those who aren't just living with sickle cell disease, but um, truly care. And, you know, that support comes from people who are within the healthcare world, um, who are uh, social workers, nurses, doctors, um, you know, uh, like I said, security at a hospital, fight tech, you know, just all of these yeah. different people who have, have seen our plight up close and personal been impacted by maybe a family member or a friend with sickle cell and it's fortunate too that these people know people you know and yeah. are able to kind of get our story out there in effort to really uplift our voices and, and have our stories be heard um, right so that support has um, been incredible i'm also just super supported by my two co-founders um, okay. who also um, are living with sickle cell disease uh, and they keep me grounded, you know, and, and energized and, and excited about this work. I think my disposition uh, usually is just excited and, and yeah, optimistic, yeah. but also like realistic too. I'm always trying to think of logistics and, yeah. you know, they're like very, you know, like forward thinking visionaries and logistical people also, but like they bring a different level of enthusiasm to me and knowing right. that they understand. I think we all have this when it comes to, to living with sickle cell disease. It's like whenever you meet someone, I don't know, like whenever I meet someone with sickle cell disease, you just see through that person, you know, yeah. you just see them wholly. Um, you see them for all of their, uh, their beauties. Uh, and their their imperfections, you know, and it's yeah. like there's something I think that we all experience pain differently, but I uh-huh. know for a fact that our experiences with pain uh, intersect, you know, like yeah. in some form or fashion, and I'm just yeah. like always comforted by that, you know. So they provide a, a sense of comfort um, that I, I'm just so grateful for, uh, especially doing the work that we're doing and trying to accomplish the mission that we're trying to accomplish. Right. Also, to follow up on that, uh, I think it's important, too, to keep reminding people that sickle cell is still there, but keep putting out positive images of people doing things so that, you know, others could see the work you're doing and we can have a bigger impact and, you know, and change the face of sickle cell, you know, so we can eliminate all the stigmas and everything that goes into that. 
100 so, it's, it's, it's super important it's, it's uh, i think that's something that we are very uh we're very mindful of and, and it's something that we're very excited about too yes and also see people for who they are we, we're not just our illness so it's more to us than that yeah we're we're everything right we we right. are artists we're engineers we are um, you know, community health workers. We are doctors. We're we're lawyers. We're we're at you know like yeah. <laughs> I've met so many people uh, with so many who have sickle cell and, and like the professions and and the range, the range. You know, like if that thing, yeah. the range. It's just like it, it varies so so vastly. Kind of keep coming back to this point is like you know who are you outside of your disease? Yeah, you know, like and and figuring that out and. Um, you know, I, I think that sickle cell is like a huge part. I, I am a huge part of who I am because of my disease, but like, uh, I'm a huge part of who I am too because of like other things too. You know, like I'm sure you feel the same way. So yeah. Now you have an a, a ability to bring people together. How did you develop that, and how has that helped you and your area of work? Yeah. Um. Thank you. I am. Um, I'm just a curious person. Okay. <laughs> you know, like so. Okay. So in terms of, so I, I think that that has helped me in like wanting to know more about people. Like, I, honestly, I, I said this before, but I am totally down. If you ever want to, you know, we could. You know, I know this is a game day show, but like, get interview you someday. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm just like always really uh, inquiring and in, in about people and um and trying to think of how you know i could potentially introduce them to someone who also kind of have these interests and like then you know and then there's just like this this network that uh is hopefully going to be created um for something uh incredible and hopefully something for for the greater good as well yeah definitely yeah and i, I said that because i know you you work with patients and stakeholders and getting them involved. So, you know, it takes an ability to do that, you know, work with different people. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. And also I think that it's, it's important too and, and to just like really know your story. I think that, you know, um, I'm not shy in terms of sharing, you know, what, what my story has been in terms of sickle cell disease. Um, uh -huh. But it's funny because I'm also like a very private person in terms of, you know, managing my disease. You know, I'm not the type of person who, you, well, you'll never, you probably would never know that I'm in the hospital or like I am in pain and, you know, I'm having to take medicine uh, yeah. uh, for for whatever crisis I'm experiencing um, on, on a particular day, just because like, I don't broadcast it out. Um, shout out to the people who are, who do have that ability and have that yeah. effort, um, you know, that you're needed um, within, within this, this battle to, to really, uh, you know, just bring that megaphone to, to, to our plight. Um, but that's not who I am. What I can do, though, is I can share, you know, like what I've gone through in terms of what's happening to me in the present. I, I've, there are some things that, you know, it, it's okay to just keep keep for yourself, you know, and, and I for, for that to, to be for me. Okay. Okay. So now you also have a, uh, you have a master's at Pennsylvania. Uh, your work, does that require you to have a message? Oh, no. yeah. So I um, was working at an organization for for about six years. And what I was doing is I, I was working for uh, a camp that served children with different like friends and illnesses. It was a camp that I actually uh, attended uh, as a kid. Um, 
and you know uh really helped shape my narrative as well and just my point of view in terms of in terms of what I wanted, you know, uh, to, to contribute to, to the world, right? Um, right. And I was working within hospitals, so they have a, a program where you go into hospitals and you bring in different activities and do special events with various diseases, right? So, so many different like, illnesses. So I would see, of course, patients with sickle cell disease, but I would see, you know, patients with uh, with hemophilia, with cancer, with, uh, you know, cystic fibrosis, um, the list just kind of goes on and on. And um, it was really, really rich work and um, something that I, I really just had a passion for, um, you know, being able to, to bring joy in, in someone's darkest moment, you know, specifically not just the patient, but also uh, the, the family members um, okay. and, and caregivers and, and, and staff members as well. And I, I loved it. You know, um, but I, I knew that I wanted to, to make a bigger impact and, and just trying to figure out what that impact was going to be. Okay. Um, and I decided that I, you know, wanted to kind of stay in, in the, the nonprofit sector uh, and just learn more about philanthropy um, and fundraising and social entrepreneurism. Um, and I was able to work still at the organization and go to school part time um, and, and get my master's. Uh, from UPenn um, and, and nonprofit leadership, um, okay. and it it was great. I, I just learned so much in terms of really the business of philanthropy, and you know this idea of like the joy of giving, you know, um, yeah. and how you know people give uh, every day of their lives, you know, or at least like a week, you know, you know we we give when we go to you know our religious affiliations if we go to a church or a mosque or you know a temple yeah. like whatever like um we're giving you know and, and we're not just giving um money you know we're giving time to you know people yeah. volunteer you know volunteerism is, is so necessary in terms for nonprofits to, to really function uh, at a high level you know so uh i wouldn't say that it was it was like mandatory for me to do what i'm doing now um, but it was something that I felt would really just help me like understand better like the ecosystem, you know, okay. in terms of fundraising and, and, and nonprofit programming and and you know social entrepreneurism. So, so okay. yeah, and and it was like it, you know something that I don't really talk about often. So, um, but I think you know just reflecting on it, it, it was something that I, I'm really really happy that I did. It really helped me realize how just how there are so many different ways that we can we can help others you know right there isn't just one avenue so yeah uh -huh. okay congratulations on that that's a lot of work you put in and it takes Thank a lot you. you know two degrees bachelor's at temple then followed up at penn so what's the advice you can give people starting out school i think that it's important for people to know that like school isn't for everyone you know i, I think fun I, I would say finding your passion and where those lie you can really best serve the world, you know? I'm always from a, a mindset of, and, and asking myself the question, like, how might I best serve, you know? So, like, in terms of Crescent Foundation, it was, like, the first question that I asked. It was, just like, how might we best serve the sickle cell community, you know? So, like, yeah. school was for me. <laughs> like, that worked out for me. But I know so many other people who are so successful um, and, you know, don't have a bachelor's or a master's and then I know people who are successful who have those things and and you know uh, I think that it's really just finding what you, you are passionate about and where your passions lie 
um, okay. and just really committing to to that, and and you know not being afraid to to be open to something that may be closely related to it as well. So yeah. Okay. Well, how do you manage to stay healthy? What are some things you do? You got a lot, a lot going on with your organization. Yeah. I drink a lot of water. So a vice of mine um, is just that I love juice. You know, like yeah. iced tea and lemonade and like you know just like all of these like like orange juice. I just love juice, right? Right. But it's just not good for you. You know, there's like so much yeah. sugar in it. Like it's like it's just not. It doesn't hydrate you as well. Um, so. I like will treat myself every once in a while to like some type of juice, but um, outside of that, I, I just strictly drink water. I have a Brita, um, you know, and I just go yeah. to the sink and, and fill it up, and you know, try to drink at least like you know three quarters of it within one day. I also uh, I work out um, in terms of like just trying to go to the gym. I think yeah. that it, I, I, and I say this because it helps with my stress you know and, and I yeah. know for for me um stress is a trigger uh, in terms of pain so i realized maybe when i was like 19 20 that like hey like i feel better after i go to the gym you know like sometimes when you have a heavy day it's nice to go and kind of pick up something heavy and then like put it down you know and yeah um and to kind of like feel whatever emotional or mental weight that you may be feeling and kind of like turn it into physical uh, weight. So I, I do that. Um, I also just rely on my inner circle, my network, you know. I like to binge watch TV, you know, and, and yeah. uh, you know, like read and like just all of these different things. Um, I actually love podcasts. I am a, I have maybe 10 different podcasts that are in my rotation. Um, okay. And I'm adding this one because I heard some of the other ones and I really enjoyed it. So the James A show is definitely getting added to the rotation. Um, Thanks. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that, um, you know, you have to really, um, really know your body. I also try not to, to let my pain spiral out of control, um, if that okay. makes any sense. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be a hero. Um, in, in terms of like just pushing through it. Yeah, it's definitely important to stay on top of it. As soon as you feel something going on, you have, definitely have to stay on top of it to manage your health. And that's what I tell people, like know your body and stay on top of it. Cause that's, that's that helps in the long run. So, and how long exactly have you been advocating for? When did you decide to first speak out? You touched on it a minute, getting a little bit. So I've been advocating for sickle cell actually since I was a, a child. Um, you know, uh, I, I did some some work in terms with the the Red Cross, um, and you know, just here in Philly at, at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, so I, I was advocating for, technically advocating for a long time until I decided to kind of take that step back. But I would say when I, I took the step back in, so uh, maybe about six years as, a, as an adult. Okay. I'm really advocating for sickle cell disease, so yeah, I, I think that's about that's about right. Okay, yeah, you have yeah. a uh, definitely have an impressive resume there going on. So, tell you, I'm trying. Right. I, I like I, I like I, the resume is great, you know, and, and that's that's all wonderful and, and nice to to like have as to, to just like I guess show the things that you've done. But I yeah. mean, I'm always just thinking of like the mission is just hopefully of course some type of universal cure you know um yeah uh for, for sickle cell disease and what 
uh, hopefully my accomplishments and, and everything that is put on that resume leads to that you know so not to say that yeah. they don't matter because they do because they are helping you know uh, the movement forward uh, in terms of finding a, a universal cure um but really right now it is the, the focus is to, to find that that universal cure and, and I, then I'll be able to be like oh like this is really cool I was a part of that like look at everything that I did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely good to see something you started or it was part of come to uh, completion or fruition um, yeah so what's next for you Kyle um, I mean honestly I, I, I think right now what's next is we are launching our website Crescent Foundation we're finally having a launch uh, in September, um, oh. we were supposed to be having an event, but due to you know COVID, um, we just had to cancel. But the the show must go on, so yes. we're we're you know full steam ahead in, in terms of our launch. I'll send you some information. Um, okay. If uh, people want to to you know just learn more uh, about Crescent Foundation, um, we have a Facebook page uh, called Crescent Foundation. Um, we also have an Instagram called Crescent Foundation SCD, so you can give us a follow. Uh, I think that we, yeah, that, that's all really that's, that's next is trying to, trying to get our website up, get our community uh, uplifted, give our community some, some type of home base to have medically uh, and also, um, in terms of a community-based organization as well, too. Um, you know, having real conversations um, with gatekeepers uh, in, in the healthcare system um, is next, um, and, and is happening now, and is also like, okay. always next. So I, I think that it, there's nothing really, really next outside of us ensuring that our our community is, is well taken care of. Stigmas uh, and, and implicit bias uh, in, in, in healthcare is, is really abolished and doing it all with intentionality you know and yes. thoughtfulness and, and you know through our through our community okay and i definitely will be looking out for that information and uh checking out the work you're doing and uh last question before i go before we go um what advice would you give someone in terms of being motivated and not letting your health stop you from achieving your goals um, yeah, I think, oh, this is a, I'll see why this is the last question. This is a, this is a tough one. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's just really hard to, to, um, to live with this disease, you know? Uh, yeah. and I think that so many of us make it, make it look easy, um, which is, which is great, but I know how hard it is, you know, at times. And, and I think just really believing that, um, you know, whatever you're experiencing um, at that time, you know, it's like that saying, if this too shall pass, you know, yeah. it's going to pass and then you're on to whatever next great adventure you're, you're on to next. So um, pushing through, um, I, I would say just, just, just keep believing that, that you'll push through, you know, and, and just that. Um, and, and, and that would be, I think that would be my like, quote unquote, Sage advice it, it could be considered that so well that's definitely good, good advice i'm sure the listeners uh, appreciate that advice from you uh, thanks for coming on kyle it was a great conversation today i'm glad you came on yeah no i'm, I'm excited too I'm, I'm really glad that i was uh able to, to contribute um to, to this incredible movement and, and please keep doing your thing on that this 
this platform that you have and this podcast is so inspiring um, and, and so needed. Um, so uh, thank thank you uh, for for allowing you know just so many people, incredible people, um, who just so happen to be living with sickle cell disease to come on to this this podcast and, and tell their stories. Definitely, and thank you. Well, stay strong, take care, and keep fighting. You too, James. Talk to you soon. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Kyle, and I'm your host, James Ace. Make sure you tune in next week for another new and exciting episode. I'm out.